Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello there, fellow listeners and readers. It's Mary Stone. Welcome to the screened porch. Last time we chatted, it was raining. And this time, and I'm a little bummed out that I'm not hearing the amazing sound of the grackles that have been waving through the property. What a sound they make. It's the sound of springtime. But we've just started the cusp of March, so definitely too early. But it occurs to me, episode 7, you can listen to the sound of the swarming grackles. The title of the podcast is Swarming Blackbirds and Winter Folklore. So you may wish to tune into that. Anyway, thanks to those of you that reached back to me to tell me about your beloved beech trees or your desire to plant them now that you've learned how beneficial they are to wildlife. It's always a joy to hear from you, and I hope more of you will email me your stories at askmarystone at gmail.com. That would be such a delight. So today I have a heartwarming story from a dear friend who changed my view on cut flowers, which turned into a column topic titled The Joy of Receiving Cut Flowers, and it starts like this. I'll admit I'm not a huge fan of cut flowers, though I find artful arrangements lovely. But I always feel bad when the flowers fade. Then you have to toss them in the compost pile when a houseplant gift lasts for years. Many of mine I've had for decades. <laughs> Again, I told you before I'm going to make a story out of that. I think I will. I think I will. As my mom used to say, who worked at a garden center after she retired from nursing, I prefer plants with roots. So there you go. But again, recently, a story came from a dear friend who brings a new light to the joy of receiving cut flowers. First, a bit of background. Life has a magical way of bringing people together that touches our lives in unexpected ways, don't you think? Well, I met Ken Roberts by barging in on his weekly sing at the Karen Ann Quinlan Home for Hospice in Frieden, New Jersey. You see, I was stumbling along with my iPad and a portable speaker, sharing music in a karaoke sort of way. Then I heard about the famous Ken. I call him that, but he would blush at the fame. I asked the volunteer coordinator if I could shadow him to learn a few things. Sure, Sue Dougherty said. He's there every Friday at 2. And so I showed up the day after Thanksgiving. I believe it was over five years ago, which is hard to believe. I introduced myself and shared my woes of floundering. Sue said I could follow you and maybe pick up a few tips. Ken graciously agreed. I marveled at his guitar mastery, equipped with three big binders of music, plus an ear that allowed him to hear a few bars and pick up a tune upon request. I hummed a bit while he lit up the room, spreading such joy at the challenging time for families. He encouraged me to sing along, and so I did. We visited from room to room, and while we were wrapping up, Ken asked, Are you coming next week? And so our duo began, though restrictions due to COVID caused an interruption. During my hiatus from volunteering, we share a weekly email exchange that I cherish. 
He's one of the most gracious readers and listeners of my podcast, I must add. It has been all so encouraging that we go on this weekly cycle. So thank you, Ken, for that. We're having a good time. So I received an email from him that started out with, I like that you're doing weekly podcasts. What a kind fan you are. Thank you, Ken. After your latest column came, I realized I had not sent you my story about the effect of flowers and how plants inspire our lives. I know I told you about my little job driving flowers around for Ward's Flowers. It was just something to keep me off the streets and out of trouble. But it is to this day one of the nicest four years of my working life. I should mention Ken is a retired United Airlines pilot, which he never really talks about unless you ask him. All I did was deliver flowers, but here's a little snippet that might explain why I liked it so much, and hence my contribution to the exercise. One day, I, uh, I had a uh, delivery to uh, a nursing home, and uh, it was in the summer, and the folks were out in the vestibule enjoying the, uh, the summer air, and as they saw me come up the walk, why, every one of them just, you know, started to beam, you know, <laughs> looking at my flowers. Well, I had to walk right past them and go to the reception desk uh, to deliver them to whoever they were going to and then you could see their their faces for, <laughs> their smiles left them because they realized the flowers weren't for them Aww. so uh when i uh, when i left i chatted with them for a while and i got back in the truck and i went back to the to the florist and um the florist I worked for was a was a high end florist, uh, so any flower that didn't pass muster was just thrown away. Hmm. And so the floor was covered with all these pretty flowers. And one of my jobs is to you know, sweep the floor and and take the flowers and dump them in the field in the back. And uh, they're just you know too beautiful to to just dump. I always thought so. I said I'm going to grab a bunch of these and take them back to that nursing home when I get off. So that's what I did. I just uh, I grabbed a handful. And uh, went back to the nursing home, and these same folks were still sitting in the vestibule. And so I gave one to <laughs> a little flower to each one. I just, you know, you can see it just kind of made their day. You know, oh, such a beautiful day. thing, Ken. <laughs> well, you know, they uh, folks that uh, are in assisted living facilities uh, don't get much stimulation sometimes, and uh, sometimes don't get any visitors. So this was a big deal, just giving them a flower. Mm. And, you know, then I got home and I said, you know, why don't I just keep doing that? And so that's what I did, you know, because, I mean, uh, florists didn't care. They were throwing the flowers away. And nobody was going to buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just, uh, you know, I take a bunch with me most days. And if I had uh, if I had to go to the hospital, <laughs> I used to go to the hospital with flowers all the time. And when the, the girl at the desk saw me coming, she knew she was going to get a flower. Oh. So <laughs> oh. It became a running joke, you know. But... It occurs to me you've heard Ken's voice and remarkable gift of writing songs in episode 31 titled Comedy of Crickets, May Apple of My Eye. You'll enjoy the treat of Ken's music if you haven't tuned in already, or tune in again, even if you have. I sure do in longing for our weekly sings at the Home for Hospice. Hopefully we will be singing together again soon. There's a personal note to add to Ken's heartwarming story. The Friday before Christmas, I surprised him by delivering cookies and a card as he made his way into the weekly sing. I am not invited to participate yet, unable to be vaccinated, which weighs heavy on my heart. We chatted a while and Ken said, I have something for you. He reaches into his truck and presents a bucket of red roses, 
Pick one, he says. But they are for the caregivers. You didn't expect me today. There's plenty. Pick one, Ken insists. It's for you. My face lit up, as did my heart, and the rose came home with me and slowly opened into its full glory as Christmas week unfolded. And yes, it made its way to the compost pile after that, but the memory of his kindness remains forever. Thank you, dear Ken, for sharing your story and sharing your gift of music to families and patients during their sacred time. You are a gift of light and love. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com I just adore Ken's story. I hope you did too, and I hope it's inspired you to do a little bit of kindness to strangers and to light up their life. You know, buy someone a cup of coffee as you're going through the drive through or just afford a compliment to somebody who's working hard. It helps so much. I asked Ken to summarize how he ended the story when he shared it to me, and in all fairness, he shared the story several weeks ago, so he didn't remember it verbatim, but I'll let you listen in on how he did explain it and my version of his outcome. Well, it's a beautiful thing that you did that, and, and one of the things you wrote at the end of the story you shared with me, I don't know if you remember what you said, do you? Mm, oh, something about how... Uh... It made their day and it made mine too, something like that. Well, it made, yeah, that it made, you know, it was a small thing that may have, at the moment, given them some happiness, but it changed your, your life in terms of yeah. the outcome of the smiles and so forth, which isn't the exact words either. It's in the written column, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. But That's it's, the gist of it. Made me happier than it made them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a flower given, especially when it's not expected, is such a beautiful thing. Thanks for coming by. I hope you enjoyed the visit and Ken's inspirational story about spreading joy. If so, please share it with your friends so more can join us in learning and growing in this garden of life. Meanwhile, may we all find some small way to lift a few spirits. Multiplied by all of us, small good deeds can grow into something big. Thanks so much. Have a happy day. Until next time. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.